You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, uh, I know you know exactly what we're doing this week, even though uh, we had, you could be listening to this like in rapid succession because uh, I had some technical difficulties that I had to uh, do some, you know, I don't know, behind the scenes magic and uh, (laughs) make sure that last week's episode uh, was all put together. So last week's episode is not even up as we're recording this, right? So uh, spoiler. So today, right? <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Uh, so today, you know, both of them will just show up. That's uh, awesome. Back to back. But I had, uh, I, I almost had real trouble, and then, yeah. and then you got out, it, of it. and then it was okay. <laughs> but, uh, but it took me a couple days. It's uh, and it's been a couple of crazy dude, days. Dude, anyway, you know so. they'll hear it. I'm knocking on wood. We've lost a show or two, right? And those suck, right? Because we you don't know it, and it's not like we've ever sat here and, and then all recorded. of a sudden it's like that didn't record. <clears throat> yeah, it's not like I don't remember us ever sitting here and looking at the bar and just being like we're 53 minutes in and there's nothing happening. I right, think we right, thought right. it out happened, but man, that sucks. Yeah, and I feel like. That was our best work. Like yeah. that was our genius right, stuff. That's right? always what it would happen. Exactly. <clears throat> it's right. happened. It's not happened in a long it's time. Never, so. It's never the most boring show you ever did. Right. And then you go, it, that's not there. And I feel like and then, it was. And you go, good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel like even one of them was back when we were dialing in. Yeah. yeah. To blog talk radio for our right. old, old show. But I think we lost one off a computer mishap. Yeah, but yeah. me, I mean, the number that we've done last year, you know, 2020 was hard because of the pandemic, but typically every week, right. you know, and you, that adds up and we got a lot of shows right, right. and we haven't lost more than a couple. Yeah. So I'm not uh, jinxing anything. So you, you should know anyway, because, uh, two <laughs> shows ago, we still talked about it, but anyway, uh, most likely it's fresh in your mind because you just listened to our last show because, it right. just, <laughs> because it just <laughs> right. happened. Uh, but it's our best of the year list. And as I was saying just before uh, we started the show, uh, I feel like Shane uh, needs a break this year. Yeah. And he's apparently not going to give himself one anyway. Nope. <laughs> and I can't really instantly make him have a break <laughs> and go, poof, your right, list is you're different, done, right? right. <clears throat> uh, but as longtime listeners will know, uh, you know, my list is anything. Yeah. And, and Shane, you kind of... St- try to stick with what we've actually done on the show. Yeah. But this year, <laughs> which is crazy for any number of reasons, right. uh, for everyone in the entire world, right? Yeah. Um, we had, uh, you know, with the lockdown happening and all this, and pl- plus like our first few shows of the year, like now, right. will be taken up with award things and yeah. lists and all that. Yep. And then, boom, the pandemic hits. <laughs> and then... And then we were like scrambling we to figure out it. what yeah. to do, yep. and uh, and then it was like we did like the live with the calling in, so that yep. we weren't near each other and all yep. this. 
And so uh, all put together, God, that was funny. That was a plus less movies come out. Yeah, we we were for a while actually making it to theaters. Then yeah. there was nothing <laughs> in the theaters, so it wasn't worth <laughs> trying yeah. to go to the theaters. Right. You know, whatever. Anyway, I mean, one way or another, it's just been a weird year. Yeah. So in looking back for making a list, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is it. But I will just look over what was released this year, mm-hmm. and then I'll just you know look over what our shows were or whatever. Yeah. And so in looking back over all our shows, I'm like, I don't know, man. We didn't we didn't cover that much stuff. We had you know weeks we missed. We had yeah. you know a fair amount of like scrambling and trying to get stuff to happen. Yeah. So the overall <laughs> picture is even some of the movies we covered were at times when we were, you know, when we threw in three or four movies in one episode and hardly counts. I mean, right. you know, because right. we didn't really talk about it. There are a couple movies we covered and what we mean by, you know, quote covered is that like for five minutes at the end of an episode, <laughs> we were like, Hey, by the way, uh, yeah. Greyhound is not that great, but right. it's pretty good or right. whatever. Right. You know? <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm doing, you know, last night I was trying to really final finalize my list, mm-hmm. uh, which is crazy. And I found out some odd things about my own list. Uh, but I was like, man, what's Shane do? Right. Like <laughs> mine is like Shane's well, number 10 movie is like something he gave five stars right, maybe or right. whatever. It's like, this, this is, is typically this I can the best garbage movie. We get a film that isn't like the favorite of parasite. And I can sometimes surprise you. Not often when you get right, to the top sure. four and you're like, okay, he hasn't mentioned Endgame, So right. this idiot's going to be all dressed like, you know, Captain America in a second. <laughs> but this year it's, it's almost pretty predictable. Like, yeah, we, I weeded out four films that could right. have I could have had a top fourteen if I went with the best fourteen films I saw. Right, right. Usually we see fourteen films that's you know in November. Right. You know, and when I was looking back, I saw that might be that might make it on your list. That might like, make it on just, my list. Like these are all. In, yeah. To to be fair, I in the pandemic. This is not a defense. This is just an observation. There's a bunch of films I didn't see. A bunch of films that I wanted to see, and some I have access to, and some I don't, um, just because of the situation. Um, there are a few films that I think are going to be on your list that I could have watched, and I just didn't get to it. Sure. And it's not like I haven't had time. Right. But in defense, the last month has actually been strangely busy, in a, in a very weird but not dangerous way. Like, I'm not dying of COVID or anything. Right. And no one I know is that I know of. So it's not like that. I just didn't. I didn't manage good pandemic time, yeah. but I've got stuff like I thought just quickly that, you know, something like news of the world might be on my list. I haven't seen it. And most people that I talk to, they don't say no way, but you can tell they hesitate. And they're like, we wouldn't make my list. Right. There are films like I wanted to see promising young woman. I, I've heard a lot of really interesting stuff, both good and negative about that. And I think that's a film I'd like. I just haven't got to it yet. Right. Minari. Minari is on all kinds of people's lists, and that's not usually good enough for me, but I'm pretty curious about it because of what they're saying about it in the way that they're saying about it. And, you know, I could go on. There's a bunch of I didn't see yet. Um, So this is by way of saying real quick, when I looked at the list to consider for this year, 
often it's uh, screeners or films from the year before that I didn't see until after the year had started. Right, so my, right. my year actually started with films like Judy Garland and Hustlers. Uh, yeah. Even though they didn't come out in 2020, I'm late on them. But that was the first films that I saw. The first two films we saw in the theater for the show would have been uh, Birds of Prey yeah. and Onward. And I remember back to seeing those and I'm like, yeah, we... We were in the theater and the pandemic was happening globally, but it wasn't happening here. We had no idea yet. You know, and I'm starting to look back through and I'm like, wow, we saw some weird things. And then we took this big break. Right. And I saw all these other things, blah, 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 blah. So my list is, as usual, for anyone that's a longtime listener, like Mark said, it is with one small half exception, the films I saw in 2020 for the show. Right. You know, and I saw more films off the show, but and I don't include is- them. As much as uh, this year is weird for a vast array of other reasons, right? Yeah. Um, it is especially weird. You know, this happens every year. But when, like, when we were talking about uh, the nominations and stuff, and Ben mm-hmm. Affleck gets nominated for the Way Back and stuff, right? <clears throat> this is a year that I think uh, the early year bias, yeah is like doubled or tripled, right? Oh, yeah. It seems like a million years ago, right? Like who, if you mm-hmm. have a movie that came out before May of right. last year, <laughs> yeah. who is going to be able, you have to watch everything again. Right. You have to watch like every movie from that time of year again yeah. to, you know, be voting on stuff or nominating mm-hmm. stuff because like Ben Affleck in The Way Back, I got to tell you, um, on the one hand, Meh. I mean, I didn't think sure. I didn't think he was that great anyway. Right. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it. You know, it's a it's a decent movie. Right. He's fine. It's not something that you know screamed out that he needed to be nominated. Right. But when I saw him get nominated, I was like, what? Like, you know, yeah. sometimes you're like, I swear that came out last year. Is that movie eligible? <laughs> yes. That was so yep. long ago, right? Like watching that movie was just I don't know a million years. Ago. The the quick side thing also before because I don't. I'll have to start writing them down, but I always just look back at the list we made last year or I'll pull up the podcast and be like, okay, what was it? I got super excited because my list from the start of the year is, like I said, Judy Garland, Hustlers, The Lighthouse, Bombshell, Uncut Gems, and then Dolomite is my name. And I'm like, well, hell, (laughs) I got a couple right there. And then I looked and I went, oh, except you you saw the last year (laughs) and you actually put some of the Bombshell and Dolomite, they're in there, you know, and I'm like, well, son of a, maybe I could put Hustlers in. I saw Hustlers before I saw Dolomite, so that means it could have been last year, not this year. So I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. But I had fun doing the list. I had some, I had some difficulty, but not in the way... Actually, only in the way that I ever seem to. I always know what the top five are. Yeah, right. Six to to ten fall into place, and usually ten, nine, and eight are pretty easy, but not this year. So I was was juggling a bunch of stuff. I had one of my uh, better and also worse experiences with this, because also, (laughs) if you're not like a long-time listener... You know, I hate lists. <laughs> you love them. Come on. You're I hate there. lists. Shane loves lists. I love them. We have to clash every year on yeah. everything happening. Yeah. But here's what happened that was weird this year, right? Because usually what happens is, um, you know, I've got a bunch of movies that 
I'm like, why is this two and this three and this four right. when you can't compare these movies? And now I just have to go, um, I don't know, my gut says so, or, you know, whatever. There's no, yeah. there's no thing. I don't know. I right. like, so I don't like lists in that, in that way. Right. <laughs> yeah. So here's what happened this year. This year, it's so bad that now it went all the way around to being easy, right? It's it easy. didn't matter. Yeah, right. it's, it's like right. such a horrendous yeah. <laughs> mix of kinds of movies to try and compare them Yeah, that all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, this is fine. That's easy. Right. Done. <laughs> this is no big deal. Now. I actually think the worst list is going to be much harder than this. And I don't know why. The worst list is crazy. And, uh, you know, we'll actually get to the list in a second. Yeah. But the worst <laughs> list for me so far, and we'll see what happens next week, right? Yeah. But so far, it's a very weird list in that uh, there are not nearly as many movies as I absolutely hate most years, right? Yeah. There are not the bottom the zeros, of this year. The like ones. The, the five worst movies of this year for for my list yeah right are are just an order of magnitude better than previous years right yeah <laughs> i didn't really see any movies that i just absolutely hated and yeah. maybe i'm just missing uh no i looked <laughs> I, had the, I had the same offer, thing too i looked but, through and i went i can still make a worse list and i've got one that i'm toying with and i think it's done but i'm like man like there's no last jedi there's, there's no ballistic x versus sever there's no <laughs> yeah. resident evil film there's nothing that we looked at and watched and just howled at while we were like enduring it like, like this is like the we have done thing that yeah. ever happened yeah i don't know because there were times we look at each other and i know before the film is even halfway through and i'm like well what is this six on your list of worst or is this going to be two like right. where are you at uh, all right, so enough babbling um, because we have to get to the preview to the list babbling. Oh, yeah, right. right, right. Um, so uh, just in terms of making <laughs> the list uh, everything that it possibly could be, right? Um, so first I've got, right, the movies that are on everybody else's list that yeah. aren't going to be on my list. Just so I mention them, <laughs> you know, it's like when you leave your kid a dollar in your will yeah, so that they right. can't say you forgot about right. them and it's a mistake. Right. right? right. Um, so that people don't go, well, you just didn't see blah, blah, blah. Most right? people will or, be like, well, he just didn't see Tenet. Exactly. You right. know? <clears throat> uh, so the movies that I have that did not get on the list yeah. that are on a lot of people's list, right? Nomadland. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, it wasn't even in the running. Yeah. I, I just didn't love it. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, five bloods, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably the movie that I like best on this specific list. Right. Uh, like it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah. Right. It's just, you know, whatever. Anyway, Mank, uh, which I didn't like one night in Miami, which is probably close second on yeah. the, it's perfectly it's fine movie. Yeah. Right? It just didn't make it. Uh, the Father, which I did not have a good experience with. Yeah. Uh, the Nest, which I almost should oh, have yeah. liked, except that I just, you know, could not get over the. There's a couple that hates each other, and you know, right. hooray for you. Guess what? Right? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I don't know. Just um, News of the World. Yeah. Which again, perfectly fine movie. Um, yeah. It's like a good time. It's like, go watch it. I recommend it, right? right. Um, It's just not, you know, huge. Tenet, which I didn't like. Yeah. And uh, The Sound of Metal, uh, which I I feel like 
Uh, there's definitely like good acting going on in it. It's an interesting movie, but I feel like everybody loves that movie most. That movie is getting the most attention mm-hmm. for the things I hate about it, which is really like the sound design. It's like a right. it's like a sound design, uh, and now I love the movie. It's yeah. like you know, uh, and the thing that I hate about it is that it's just the uh, eventual, you know plateau of a thing that I hate in movies, which is like when the bomb goes off and now you can't hear because the character can't hear. Right. And things sound, you know, funny and then there's and then finally it's like your head clears up and now I can listen to things again. Yeah. Except that this is a whole movie of the guy is losing his hearing and you have to do it with him. Right. Right. And right. I'm like, that's you know Yay. Yeah, maybe, right. I mean right. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It uh <laughs> didn't work for me. Yeah. So now the second preview part of the list right. is the actual like movies that either at one time were on the list, you know, these are like yeah. the runners up, right? Yep. They almost made the list or maybe I just want to say them again <laughs> or whatever. <right? laughs> yeah. So then there's, uh, but these are all movies you should definitely go check out even though they're not on the list, right? Emma, which for a while was on my list, um, and yeah. that is a movie that you know came out too long ago, and you'd think more people would be talking about it because yeah. that's just how movies work, right? Right. Uh, Ammonite, which I really, really liked, um, but for me, just was not quite. Yeah. Uh, Another round, which is a foreign movie and is awesome, and is probably eleven mm-hmm. uh, on the list, right? Yep. Uh, the personal history of David Copperfield, which was tons of fun. Enola Holmes, which is not really a contender to be on the list, but I thought it was a great movie, mm-hmm. right? And uh, very surprisingly, Soul, which yeah. uh, did you know you've got Soul and Onward, and neither one of them are on my list. Yeah, and that's a weird year because we almost always <laughs> both agree not on the same film, but there's almost always an animated film. Well, I've got an animated film. That's good. But I think it's I know not what it Pixar, is, but it's not that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and that is weird. Yeah. Uh, and then Happiest Season, which is not yeah. a great movie and was not real seriously in contention, but I really like it and is really fun. On the Rocks, which was at one point <laughs> on the list and is yep. awesome movie. Uh, Palm Springs, which is not really on the list, but mm-hmm. it's a fun movie yeah. and you should check it out. And finally, Black Bear. Uh, which I don't even really like all that much. Oh, I was going to say, I forgot all about this, but I, I re uh, so I really like it. And also I don't, don't really like, like it. it yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, I think I would, I, I we didn't like do it on the show no. or anything. Right. But, you know, I probably give it like a seven and a half, but hmm. mostly like for effort. Effort, right? right. It's like it's yeah. like a great try that I don't think worked out all that well. But mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza is awesome in it. She's and, always good. And God, uh, she's great. Anyway, so that's my almost. Yeah. So you got like some almost or runner ups or something before I, we dive in. I'm not gonna do them only because I saw so few. If I say something like. Um, well, I'll say Enola Holmes. You know, if I say Enola Holmes is on my list, if I rattle off six films that aren't there, you'll know the rest of them. Well, like, boom. I mean, I suppose you know, that's you true. probably know them anyway. But no, there were a few. There were a few that just missed, and um, a, a couple were a little bit surprising. Actually, I'll say two. Tenant didn't make my list, and I enjoyed it much more than you did because I'm a bigger. 
I wouldn't say that. I'm I'm a more elastically forgiving Christopher, <laughs> you know, Nolan kind of fan. Yeah. Um, but Tenet didn't get there, and I had I had a lot of fun seeing it. Uh, but it was also boosted by being the first film in the theater, and it was something I'd been looking forward sure, to for a right, long time. Right. So I mean, there's a little bit of expectations not being met, but man, we finally got outside. Right. That right. kind of thing. Um, it's going to be interesting in like April or May yeah. or something when we go to the theater <laughs> and see like you know a new whatever somebody movie yeah. yeah with adam sandler I, and i'll go see another Ernest goes somewhere <laughs> right. film like or you know larry the cable guy something three right and yeah. we're like that movie's awesome i yeah. you know there was part of part of also was just this weird excitement being in the theater but also a strange sense of like danger like because we were masked right and right. we were in a you know it was all strange so tenant didn't make my list Enola Holmes, which I had a lot of fun with, surprisingly much more fun than I thought I was going to have. It didn't make my list. And if you go by the numbers, it should be on my list. I gave it a ranking high enough. I think I gave it like eight and a half. Right, right. So that's, right. that's better than some of the things on my list. And then an easy one that it, it I considered it because I remembered it when it was the old guard. And I had mm. such a blast with yeah. that. I had so much fun watching that. It just, I didn't think about it. Part of my, oh, before we get really into it, part of it isn't just a number for me. It's easy to just go back through the list of films that I've seen because I put a grade next to them and I put a right. grade next and to them for you too. Right. And just go 10 through 7, that must be the top 10, and then right. weed it out. And that's not it. Sometimes there's a film that's six and a half that's on my list. And it right. beats an eight because I wound up thinking about the film all year right. or half the year. I never thought about The Old Guard outside of the two weeks when I saw it and then we did the show. Right. But when I look back on my list and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was this year. That was a lot of fun. I had a perfect night watching that and was entertained, but it's not on my list. Right. So there's sure. there's a sprinkling of things like that, and you know, we'll get to it later. But. Right. Um, and we do <clears throat> almost always say that, right? Yeah. Like whenever I mean, we do like the we list, have that it's not just the... Um, it's you not know, ten nine eight seven seven take, and a half. Take everything like, that you yeah. It can't be. rated this, right. and then that's your list automatically. But or you whatever. would assume it has to be. You but would you would be of, wrong? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'd be wrong. You so. would kind of assume, except you know, I mean, for me especially, right? Yeah, um, because it's been ages. But everyone go back and and find one of our really early shows when we talked about how we rate things, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it makes perfect sense for me. And maybe not for other people because uh, my ratings are based on how well a movie is what it's trying to be, yeah, and how legitimate it is to try to be that thing, right? So yeah, like like that's the overall thing. So you could try to be, you know, you could be like Happiest Season, right? Right. Happiest Season uh, made perfectly is not yeah. going to be on my list right? because it's not trying to be. Right. It's trying to be a different thing. Yeah. It's trying to be, look, we're just this... Totally different experience. You know, kind yeah. of rom-com, like, easy thing. Mm -hmm. And you do what you're trying to do perfectly, you still don't get on the list. It doesn't mean you shouldn't make it, right? You, yeah. You should. Yeah. People should make it more, really. But, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know. I got to say one thing. I came so close when I was going through my list because I go top down. I don't go, I don't go from the last films we saw to the most aged ones so i'm starting in january and i'm looking at all the films and for a while and i was okay with this my list had stuff like the old guard the chris hemsworth extraction film Ugh. i had 
and this is maybe the best thing I can say about it. I friggin' had Sonic the Hedgehog on there. Wow. I had so much fun with that film, despite three or 50 really stupid things. (laughs) But it was so much fun. I'm having a good time watching it. And then, of course, you get through the second draft, and you're like, all right, we're going to weed some of these out. (laughs) But I'm looking at Extraction, the old guard, Sonic, and I'm like, well, this is a year like nothing else. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's go in there and blow people away. the greatest year ever. Okay. So anyway. All right, uh, so we're gonna go. We're gonna hit like we usually do and go back and forth our yep. numbers or whatever. I'll start, I guess. Um, I can my, never remember if you start or I do. My number ten. Yeah, and uh, and also, like I said, there are some weird things about my list which will uh, readily become, uh, <laughs> you know, apparent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also going to just throw out on my list anyway. Yeah, where to see them. That was my thing because oh, I was good. like, "Hey, it's pandemic. And that's can cool. you stream it and stuff like that?" That's cool. That that's led idea. to some strange results, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but anyway, my number ten is uh, the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Okay, which is on Netflix because yep. it's a Netflix movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, that was that was a movie that you know, not huh. that we're going to review every movie as right. we do them, but we will probably talk about them some. Yeah. Um, but the Trial of the Chicago Seven really, for me, was like the most surprising. Uh, yeah, that was response. Fun. Yeah, for me, right? Because I saw tons because it's on Netflix and you couldn't avoid it, right? Right. I saw tons of like previews like this clip oh, that yeah. clip yeah. you know whatever just all sorts of stuff and i don't know what it was with the marketing of this movie or it's just me like i'm not like a big trial movie guy yeah even right. though sometimes I, I like them yeah <clears throat> i'm not like a big here's the newspaper guy even yeah. though in the last 10 years i've liked <laughs> movies that are that you know right. whatever right uh, but i'm looking at this movie and i'm like Ugh. i mean whatever and right. you know first of all i'm like I mean, I know what happened, so. Right. I mean, actually, we're old <laughs> enough know, anyway to know what happened. But, um, but, but I, so I was totally surprised. I thought I was going to go into this movie and go, you know, oh, hooray. It's like a big, mm-hmm. you know. Ensemble courtroom thing with talking commercial, right? It's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's going to be like this whole, we're going to even overemphasize things and yeah. make things worse than they were. And actually, you know, the more I thought about it after I saw the movie, I'm like, you could hardly make things worse than they were actually. <laughs> right. They're pretty, they're pretty rough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> things, things were bad and that's yeah. it. Yeah. But, but uh, I was surprised watching this movie yeah. the whole time. And I feel like as much as, you know, there's lots of actors that you can say did a good job. There's clearly like a cool screenplay uh, for me, how they put stuff together and bounced around and, you know, you have to do something, yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah. So that was good. But I feel like this movie was all director, right? Every, yeah, it's all the Aaron The only reason I liked it yeah. was I think the director. You could give this exact same stuff oh, to yeah. 10 other people and I'd just get bored. Brett right? Ratner because does this. They, I'm they not would, watching it. Right. They yeah. would... You know, I don't know. They would uh, they would want scenes to have different purposes. Yeah. They would, you know, they'd take the same dialogue and make me hate it. You know, yeah. whatever, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. It was uh, it, it was totally a surprise that I liked this as much as I did. I thought at best this movie could be like a five or maybe right. a six or something like that, but no, it was really, yeah, that's really, cool. really solid. Anyway, right. that's your uh, ten. so that's my ten. Ten for me starts off with Ammonite. And that's oh, wow. the that's cool. the Kate Winslet Saoirse Ronan film that is 
It, it, that was, I was not in the mood to see it. And sometimes when you're not in the mood to see a movie, it goes against you and it goes against the movie. Ammonite slowly convinced me that, that I, I was, was in, in the mood. mood. <laughs> right, and right. it's not to, not to set up, if anybody knows about this, this is, a, this is a relationship story between two women who have a fair amount of struggles. And it sort of weirdly, I was talking to somebody in my neighborhood and he went, oh yeah, that's the, that's the kinky scenes. And I went, is that what you know the movie from? <laughs> Because I guess mo what most right. people who just know about the film is that there's a love scene between them and they directed it themselves or they choreographed it themselves. And yeah, it's in there. But right, that's not right. the reason to see the film any more than it is to just see something for a flash of nudity to see any film. The film is paced slowly, but it has to be. And it's effective. I didn't love the ending, but I found I thought about it and them a bunch and mostly because of how great both of their performances are in conflict and then in confluence with each other. And I figured I probably would like it anyway because I really like Saoirse Ronan. I really like Kate Winslet. I don't really know anything bad that they've ever done. So uh, I don't know why I was surprised, but my 10 is Ammonite. So. Right. And it's... Um, <laughs> It's great. You know, so it's like period and it's like love story and everything. And I think one of the best things about it is that it's so unrelationship story. Yeah. Despite being relationship yeah. story, right? Yeah. It's like <clears throat> I mean it's it's hard to describe to somebody it is. how it actually plays out. And it's so cool and it's so just different from everything. Yeah. That was a movie <clears throat> was like fun. like I said, um just missed, but yeah, that movie is like just yeah. the next thing. Um, but it it is such a cool thing and it is a movie that like, you know, you're going to think about. Yeah. But it but it is kind of like, you know, when Blue is the Warmest Color was uh, was a the movie, thing. which is a great movie, mm -hmm. right? But all anyone would talk about is sure, that there's like this sex scene right. in it, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the movie like, you know, if you took that out, uh, yeah, still going to be awesome. Whatever. And, it's such yeah. a good movie yep. uh, that everyone should go check out, and it's a good excuse yeah. to bring that up. Anyway, okay, uh, so now so you're so number nine. nine. Nine for me is one I saw because it came out this year. It might be the only one we didn't get around to talking about. Uh, it's The Invisible Man. Oh, wow. Elizabeth Moss's film. It came out in the beginning of the year. This was like mid, I think it was mid to late February. So it, it was almost it, exactly yeah, a year it, ago. It, it was early. Yeah. And it was, it was, Easy to look at it as another horror fantasy film about a woman who's being tormented by, you know, an invisible man. And it certainly is that, except when you start watching it and you realize it's a metaphor for all kinds of domestic abuse, all kinds of gaslighting, all kinds of women's rights issues, solidarity. Like there's right. all kinds of stuff going on under the guise of a horror film. Right. And it is, it's, it's stellar in the beginning. It's really, really fantastic. Most of the way through, it gets a little choppy near the very, very, very end. But I'm okay with it because it was such a blast. Sure, right. And that and one, she's great, and she's so good in it. She yeah. does, she does what may, most people might look at it and just think is like, oh, how hard is it to look scared and cry a lot? And it's actually kind of hard <sighs> to do what you're doing here. Right. But she's great in it, and that film was a fun surprise. That when I saw it, I went, man, I. 
I don't know. I don't know why this isn't getting more buzz. Right. And then I got a lot of buzz. Right. And it started right. picking up speed. So and nine for me. The is only the thing Man. that I especially don't like about that movie is that it's called The Invisible it's Man. It's called The Invisible like, Man. Like I hate that. I know. Right. Yep. It's <laughs> like um, you know, you come out with a new movie and it's called Batman, and there is right. technically like a Batman in some <laughs> right. way, right? Yeah. But the movie is totally unrelated. It's just it's so I, it, weird. It just so yeah. bugs me that. That it's it's got nothing to do with the Invisible Man. Nothing with H.G. Wells. Story, nothing with Claude Rains. You know, no, nothing. The guy doesn't wrap himself. You know about yeah. Anything, no bandages. Right? No hat. No nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you could come up with something, maybe, right? <laughs> right. I mean, how yeah. many people are on the payroll? In right. This movie? You can't. Nah, so that, anyway, that's my nine. Uh, but yeah, that is a good movie. Okay, so my nine is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, okay. which is also on Netflix. Um, All right, I'm starting to see what's going on here. You shill. Uh, yeah, and uh, exactly. <laughs> and uh, okay, so uh, my, and so here's another one where um, ultimately I didn't rate it that high. I mean, I rated it high. Yeah, right? you, you liked but, it. Um, uh, but there might be other movies that are rate higher. Or, yeah, you, right, you know, whatever. Right. Um, and especially because we covered the movie, right? Yeah. And I have a lot of problems with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so then that's weird, right? Right. Um, there's, for me, I feel like uh, the screenplay for this movie is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's it's getting nominated for screenplay and, you know, all this stuff. And everyone's like, oh, hoo, hoo. like, I yep. like that movie. So I have to nominate the screenplay. <laughs> right. I feel like the screenplay for this movie is wrong. And I'm sure, you know, nothing personal against <laughs> any, sure. anyone who does anything or whatever, right? But I feel like this movie mixes things in a wrong way, and it should pick one or the other, right? right. right. Uh, because it, so it's a play, and if you go to a play, right, and you watch a play, there's <laughs> there's like stagey things that happen right. in your play yeah. where you know the person like turns and starts yelling at the audience, right, right. or whatever. Where not because it. <laughs> In a movie. It's not because it's an actual thing, right. but because it's like a play thing, right? Yeah. It's like purposely stagey. We're like talking to the audience yeah. and plays are what plays are, right? right. And you're right. you're in your own world of writing a play. It's a different <laughs> medium, right? Yeah. And you have like two different versions of turning a play into a movie, right? And one of them is where you go... <laughs> Look, man, it's a play, and it's all going to be stagey, and we're just doing it exactly like it's a play, right. and that's what we're filming. <laughs> yeah. Or we're making a movie, <laughs> and we're turning it into like a movie, right. and so it's going to be different. And this tries to do both, and oh, I it, hate that. And yeah, uh, I I just hate the whole theory of doing that. Yeah. So there's a lot of the movie that just bugs me. Right. Right. There are times when, <laughs> as much as I love Chadwick Boseman in this movie, yeah. I hate what he's doing because he's like the perfect example of that, right? Of that moment. He is yeah. like we turn the spotlight just on him. Mm-hmm. The rest of the, you know, the, the rest of the stage is like cleared away and yeah. he's just ranting at God <laughs> right. or, you know, right. whatever. He's not actually in a conversation with someone. Yeah. And this movie is both pretending that he is mm-hmm. and has him not right there in whatever, the same moments, right? yeah, right. right. And you know, I don't know, maybe maybe that's a uh, like sound of metal thing where yeah. everybody loves that we're doing that right now, whatever, yeah. 
uh, but I didn't like it. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. right? Other than some of the problems I have, but man, all the positives of the movie yeah, I think are great. And even Viola Davis, who, like I said, may well win the award. Yeah. I feel like is not directed perfectly right. in this either, yeah. right? And uh, you know, probably no fault of her own because I think she could do whatever she was supposed to do. Yeah, Viola <laughs> can do whatever. Yeah, I don't think it's her problem, right? But I think there are times when, <laughs> even in the same scene, she goes back and forth from being in a movie to being in a play, sometimes in like the same paragraph, right? <laughs> I mean, and and I'm just like, uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but that, but it's so the parts that are good are so good, and yeah. like the supporting cast, all the people around them are so good. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so that's my nine. I uh, it added up to right what I loved about it. I loved about it. Okay. So, so you're you're eight. So that's what I'm uh, gonna say is my nine. Okay, my eight is. Eurovision Song Contest. Yes. The story I of knew, Fire Saga. I knew. Which is available on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. Uh, so, as much as this, uh, I know you didn't like this movie, right? I, I didn't, I didn't I have, love the movie. I have watched this movie like 15 times. I know. We have, uh, and you know, I just can't, <laughs> I can't find ways to not like it really. Yeah. I want a t-shirt of like almost every line in the movie mm-hmm. separately, right? Like mm-hmm. it is so I'll have bonkers to watch this again. and cool, right? Yeah. And it reminds me of, and you know, it doesn't hurt that it's Will Ferrell. Right. But it reminds me of, you know, remember when people could leave Saturday Night Live and make movies that become classic yeah. comedies that everyone has to watch like forever or they're just not actually informed about comedy. (laughs) Right. 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 And, and, and every time I watch it, I, I never go, I'm sick of this. And you know, like my family wants to watch it or whatever. All the time. Like, yeah. At at some point somebody will like quote something from it and we'll go, Oh, it might be. (laughs) That's awesome. I don't know. It's so, fun and screwy yeah. and he's so perfect and the two of them together are so they're great are so perfect yeah i don't know so uh, I, that's a I, film i don't have to review that whole movie, every once in a while I love that movie. every once in a while there's a film and that will be for you your wife and your kids that if it's when it finally gets to be on tnt or usa right. and you're kicking through channels and you're like well, there's only two and hour, you know, there's only two and a half hours left of this. We're gonna watch the whole thing, right? Or you see the last twenty minutes, you stop what you're doing. Like you're always gonna see it. So, right, uh, so let's eight. So my eight. eight, my eight is First Cow, and First Cow is a weird movie for me. I I wound up not liking it when I saw it much. I appreciated the hell out of it, and I love the story. But it meanders and it's unpurposeful in times where it doesn't it doesn't do anything to me and it turned me against it a little bit. And this yeah. sounds like it should be on my not on my best list. <laughs> okay. But the fact is the story is so fantastic, the acting is so fantastic, the end is great. And I thought about it. Not thought about it for my list, but I wound up thinking about it later and just thought, it's just a fun, it's a fun film. But my problem is it was just so long and labored that if I had to say anything about it, I 
I just, I believe people are showering and walking and getting dressed and then they're going to go do this thing with the cow. I don't need to watch them shower, dry off, walk over, pick up their clothes, close the door. Like I don't need 25 minutes of what I know you need to do because this isn't the revenant. So move it along. But that big continual consistent gripe of showing me stuff that is absolutely irrelevant that I know is happening is the only bad thing about it. It's really fun. It's really thoughtful. It's very sincere. And it's really effective. Right. So that's right. my that's my eight. Okay. Cool. Seven, you'll hate because it's Nomad Land. Oh. And I liked even even though we did it recently, Nomad Land. I feel like I feel like those are really interesting things to have back to back when your complaint my about, complaint about one is, is watching him do stuff. Yeah. And Nomad Land is like that's all we're doing this. Whole the movie. funny the funny thing I knew you were going to say this. The <laughs> funny thing I'll say, even though this is going to be super brief because we just did Nomad Land, and if anybody wants to hear it, they can listen to the show a couple behind this. I I thought there was a little bit more purpose to the dullness of it. And I will accept and not argue that it's not slow and dull. I think this could be an incredible short film, but right. it's long. Right. And the cinematography is stunning. And it, we're not supposed to talk about like sound design and all these things, but I found looking at it not to be as problematic. And maybe that's partially because I'm also biased to Frances McDormand. Like yeah, I, yeah. I like watching her in anything. Sure. So when she's the focus... And she's struggling, and I just look at these big landscapes, and I'm like, well, there's Frances McDormand, instead of two people I don't know in First Cow. But anyway, right. seven, seven for me is Nomadland. Okay. So seven right, for you. So you did eight and seven. Yep. Okay, so we're You're up on, to seven. Uh, yeah. My seven is Minari. Yeah, I knew this was going to uh, be good. Which is, you know, interesting that you... You know, put I can't it, wait put to it see out this. there as your uh, what you haven't quite caught. I can't caught. wait to see this. Yeah, and uh, and so throwing this out as I will, Minari is a A twenty four movie, and I think, and you know, don't okay, don't hate me or right. whatever. I think that right at the moment, the only way you can get that is like kind of the whole pay to yeah, rent right. kind it, of yep. deal. I don't think anyway that you can get that anywhere. I'm not else afraid of doing yet, that. Yeah, right, right. Um, uh, make me anyway, jealous. for the for the general public trying to watch this, yeah, uh, I imagine it's got stuff coming, sure, you know, <laughs> soon because yeah. that's how that works, and it'll be on something where you can get it, yeah. Uh, anyway, but that is another movie that that I think that's that might be the movie. Who knows, right? That might be the movie this year where you know all the hype is like I'm going. Yep. Yeah. You know, oh, it's deserving because, of all of it. You know that oh, doesn't. That's good. You know, like last year it was Parasite, right? Yeah. Because Parasite had all this hype and everyone was going. I mean, but does it? really need all this hype or whatever and i'm like right. yep yeah <laughs> right and minari is uh a strange movie oh, in a way cool. right because in a way it's very close to first cow right yeah because it's right. you know dude's a farmer american dream sure. you know he yep. what he loves is like you know digging in his dirt and you know, right you know on something on, yeah whatever and and it's you know it's slow i mm-hmm. mean it's not this not an action movie so in a way, it's kind of uh, similar like that, right? Yeah. Um, and the performances are awesome. He's mm. got like the mother-in-law, and it's 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 actually this whole like clash of, 
you know, the American dream, but also I guess I'm married and I have to deal with that then. Mm-hmm. And, and it could be a thing. And, you know, my wife doesn't love digging in the dirt right, and now right. I've got mother-in-law <laughs> here and whatever. And it's right. just like this whole world. And what I think is so great about it. And I don't know the people who are hyping it as much as, you know, whatever. Right. Um, I think what's great about it is that the whole movie really is like just this specific lens more than it's just this specific story or yeah. like this is any specific story. It's kind of like the, it, you know, if you're specific enough, then all of a sudden you're general, right? I mean, then, <laughs> right. yeah, then, then, I know what you mean. then you're like everyone. <laughs> and, uh, and the performances are great and the story is cool no, and the way things can't play wait. out is really cool. It sounds fun. Um, so that's my seven. That's cool. Uh, and it's, uh, like I said, you can't, uh, you can't get it. So. Right. <laughs> so don't worry it, about I'm not that. afraid. Yeah, I'm not afraid of paying for it. I've heard um, so many good things about it. But it is funny in a strange way because it's uh, Steve. Steve Wynn, and Yun. Yep. And he's so good. He is yeah. as good, right, as you might expect him to be bad if you no. only know him. That's from, good. From The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. From, from other things, <clears throat> yeah. uh, whatever they may be. Yeah. Um, because that's cool. you know not that he's horrible or I'm trying to like bash him or anything, but he does not come from other things where you go. Right. Obviously, he's going to <laughs> rock this, right? right? I mean, that's right. just you know not that he was horrible and stuff or whatever, but just that the stuff he's been in is kind of like yeah, you know, cheesier, you know, whatever. How, anyway, how dare you? Anyway, but he is uh, fantastic. Okay. That's cool. So now I'm supposed to do my six. You're doing Uh, your six. My six is, I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. uh, Which is Charlie Kaufman, um, which might have tipped that off because I like Charlie Kaufman quite a bit. Um, And it's available on Netflix because it's a a Netflix movie. That's awesome. Um, And this movie, too, was was a... Bit of a surprise, only because this was the movie where I knew it was Charlie Kaufman, and then I found out lots of things about it, and then I saw like trailers about it. Mm-hmm. And this this for me was like I was like, what is he doing? Like, <laughs> why is he doing this? Is going to be stupid. Why yeah. is he doing this? Um, because it's it's uh, based on a novel, uh, right. which people love. I haven't read it. I don't know. People say it's great. <laughs> um, but it's based on a novel where it's kind of like, you know, almost just this young adult kind of novel-ish, right? Um, right. <laughs> where, uh, so the, the story is uh, this young woman goes to this farm. It's almost like the exact opposite of Get Out is what this yeah. movie is, actually. <laughs> right? That's cool. This, this young woman goes uh, to her boyfriend's family farm. Where, you know, now she's trapped at their farm, right? Right. And uh, she's already, like, bored with him or, you know, thinking of ending things. Right. Right. Um, in a variety of ways, right? She's thinking of ending things with him. She So she goes and she's trapped uh, at this farm with these people when she doesn't really want to be there. And basically, kind of like it makes her reevaluate her theory of everything right. in a variety of ways. 
and it's uh, it, it's a movie that if I like had to guess and I knew nothing, I would have almost thought it was a Robert Altman movie. Right? Okay, it's it's yeah. just like these conversations, and you know what she's thinking, and the weird circumstance she's in, and how she has to deal with that now yeah. or whatever. Um, but it's it's really really good. That's and cool. uh, the actress whose name escapes me at the moment, but she is unreal. Yeah, she is really That's good cool. in it, and she is really good in this movie in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, she does a she does a lot of great work with the conversations that she has to have, and the you know the position she has to be in, like with his parents and stuff, and how she would actually react to that and everything. But she also does a lot of stuff in this movie that's great in the way you know that like Mr. Holmes was yeah, great, right? right? Like Ian McKellen is yeah. in that, and he just sits there for a couple minutes, and you're like, no way. Right. Like, he didn't even right. do anything, but it's awesome, right? right. And, it, and he's great in it. And she does that in this, too, and she's she's just phenomenal. That's anyway. cool. That's really cool. Uh, so that's my six, and then now it's your so turn, right? I'm at six, yeah. yeah my okay. six is One Night in Miami. Oh, and wow. One Night in Miami, I, I'd, I'd been looking forward to seeing it, I'd heard a fair number of things, but even if I hadn't heard a thing about it, when you put Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm oh, yeah, X, yeah. and James Brown in a hotel room, and you just and let it go, ensues. and <laughs> hilarity ensues, and you you basically are just like, oh, this sounds like a really interesting play, which is smart because it is, and it's another you know play that's that's transcribed and feels very play like in weird scenes right, and then sure. it's very theatrical in others. If any part of the cast was weak, this would all fall apart. They're all pillars holding up the same effort and they're all able to do it with different strengths, which really makes it engaging because it has a play's pacing. And I appreciated it because I think if it had had a movie's pacing, it would have been real stop and start. And here... You, when you feel like you're getting tired of Sam Cooke and Malcolm X, then you've got something with Jim Brown coming in with Cassius Clay. Then you've got, you know, Cassius and Malcolm. And it just, it takes the algorithm of how many combinations of A, B, C, and D. Right, right. And you realize, well, I like D and C, but man, A, B is real fun. Now, wait, A, D. And you're just moving it around. The one thing that's very amusing to me now looking at the nominations is there's only one nomination from the film for supporting. And I was just like, it's, it's Leslie Odom Jr. Right. And I just thought, uh, I'm to say anything negative about that seems, it feels like you're taking away from him and you shouldn't because he's great. What about the others? But also, yeah, right. Like, I don't know that you could actually weigh any of those. Right. Because somebody lost on that. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching it. I felt strangely perfect for the mood to watch that. And I felt strangely riveted is probably too excitable a term, but I was pretty dialed in from right. the moment it started going. And it, that's just a blast. Right. That's just so much fun. So that's my six. Uh, five kind of surprised me. It's Palm Springs. Wow. And I, I, put, I put Palm Springs in there because... It's one of the few films that I had nonstop, unprepared, just giddy fun watching, and I thought about it a bunch right, afterwards. Right. It's it's just so easy to get into. It's got such a fun beginning that makes you feel like you missed something, and then it fills you in. 
and the way it does is hilarious and then it just doesn't let up and it just keeps going and and i i was stunned i had so much fun with it looking at it and i'm thinking no this is probably going to be maybe my just missed and it kept crawling up and it kept crawling up and i would look at it and go did you like this better than first cow yeah, I did. They're not the same film, so that's not terribly fair. Right. Did you like it better than this? This. And I'm like, holy crap, this thing's at like five now. Right. Can't climb any higher, but it's at five for me. Right. So. And, uh, you know, so I mentioned that movie as well as yeah. uh, not being Didn't on make my it, list. but. Um, and I stand behind that. Sure. <laughs> uh, 100%. Yep. But it is it was it's just weirdly fun yeah to like throw this whole groundhog day thing in yeah and andy samberg is so you know it's very similar to like watching the nine nine right yeah i mean it's uh he's just got this there's you know, a like thing ability to patter you yeah. know it's like and it's just like his thing like you know bob newhart is deadpan and like that's yeah. it that's like, that it's yeah not, and like this is just kind of his thing or like you know robin williams is like right robin williams do, right <clears throat> and man he's just got this whole like conversation like hilarious like way to deliver like yeah. this you know running patter mm-hmm. that is so evident in this movie anyway um so a lot of fun with that that's my too. five your five all right, my five is Wolf Walkers, yeah. uh, which is available see. on Apple Plus. <laughs> I should have done this. That's a great idea about where you can uh, see like them. like a whole stream. No, this is uh, great. I love thing. that idea. Um, Wolf Walkers uh, just blew me away. And it, what's funny about it is uh, it's by the same people who did uh, The Secret of the Kells, yeah. which was, God, I don't even know. That was like a long time ago. I know. Ago, or but... I, I don't know when it was, actually, uh, without looking it up. But it was yeah. around 10 years ago, right? And you obviously can tell, right? They yeah. look like the same. This could be like episode <laughs> right. two. They look, they look very similar. The style right. is very similar and everything. But this movie was uh, kind of funny. I figured I was going to like it because you can just tell right yeah. from from uh, it being those people who made this movie. But this movie was, I thought, really odd, right? Because the first 15 minutes of this movie, I was like, oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to love this. Oh, right? no. <laughs> I was like, wait, That's this, interesting. Is, this is not so fantastic. And, you know, yeah. like I'm watching it with kids and everything, and I'm like, well, okay. I mean, it's, it's fine, mm-hmm. right? But it... it whatever and then boom right and then i just was like oh man and then the whole rest of the movie right was the whole rest of the movie might have been five minutes long like it was just (laughs) right i know it it was just like everything happening everything that happened i thought was great it looks amazing the story is so cool yeah and the story is and i thought as much as soul and onward are both good movies right right i thought this movie is doing what i feel like pixar used to do way better yeah when <laughs> pixar was making stuff like brave right. and like the original toy story yeah. and you know some the cars even you know where uh you know this movie is like so real about kids two kids yeah. you know it's like Mr. Rogers neighborhood, you know, it's like just a level of respect for talking to kids about what it's talking about and doing things in this certain way. Right. 
And, you know, the movie is about a girl. She's got some issues. Like, she's got problems happening yeah. at her and, you know, whatever. And the, just the way that the stuff happens. Uh, anyway, so I love that movie. That's cool. Um, I thought that movie was uh, fantastic and everyone should go watch it. Okay. Um, all right. So my number four. Four. My number four is kind of the surprise out of nowhere thing, The Assistant. That's another um, one I wanted to see. Because that uh, probably came completely out of nowhere, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. for uh, some people. And that's a movie where I'm surprised it's as high as it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought, as soon as I watched that, I'm like, well, that's on the list. Now I have to figure out where or whatever. Right. And then, you know, I spent a couple of months thinking about it all the time, yeah. right? It, it's yeah. just... That's uh, how it is. It's, it's so good, and it is... Uh, very much like you're talking about the invisible man, right? Yeah. Except it's not it's couched not a fantasy. In anything, yeah, right. 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 It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just like straight up out there. Right. Uh, it's a woman who's an assistant to powerful person and she has to clean up his messes. She right. has to do all this stuff. She has to get yelled at all the time. It's, yeah. You know, the whole thing. But uh, it is so awesome. Mm. And this, this movie is. All things being equal, this movie should have a run at screenplay because the yeah, that's screenplay cool. is amazing. No, that's uh, cool. And, um, you know, I can't like, wait. I, like I said, we're not going to, you know, just completely review all these sure. movies. But uh, but it's so and, – and this is another movie where uh, it's not super short. But it seems like all of a sudden you're done. It's and you're brisk, like, what yeah. happened? Right? <laughs> because it is – That's awesome. Uh, and it, you know, it's built that way, obviously, because yeah. she's an assistant. He's an important person, right? If I, it, you know, if life didn't move fast, I don't need an assistant, right? <laughs> if it wasn't like all this <laughs> right. stuff's always yeah. happening, so it just That's always seems, you know, like kinetic and everything. Something's going on, and obviously, she's got, you know, all these things to be thinking about all at the same time, right? Mostly so that he doesn't have to think about them, all this stuff, you know. Anyway, and uh, and everyone in it is really good, so. There, that's my. That's awesome. That's your four. That's my four. So now it's these are return, we, right? like you said. We'll pick up a bit. These some of these are a little bit repetitious. Four for me is my rainy's black bottom. And again, we reviewed it right. not that long ago. I I don't like the end very much. I didn't like the end of the play very right, much. Right. But it's just so powerful, and everybody does great. There's not a weak link in there. It's just it, it's. I thought about watching it again. Um, it, I, I, there's a featurette that I talked to you about last time that is after the film oh, right, on right. Netflix. I want to watch that and probably I'll get my fix by watching that again. But I feel like if this was on and somebody hadn't seen it and they're like, is this any good? I'm like, I'll watch it with you. I'll check that out with you. It's, it's that much fun for me because of how powerful it can be. And then, and when we talked about it, there's a couple scenes like the car, stuff is unnecessary yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a few small things that that miss but for the most part that thing is just all fire it's great um three for me is memories of murder and that's bong joon ho's wow. that's bong joon ho's film that came out years ago this has got a really weird history of stuff but it keeps getting all these strange dates like at one point i think netflix or Amazon Prime, somebody had it because I was typing it in and it came up with four different entries with four different sure, years right. and only one of them you could watch. Um, but it's it's been out forever. He made Parasite and I loved Parasite. 
when I watched this, I was captivated. I was so dug into it. It's not as layered. It's not as elaborate as Parasite is and was. It's very singular in a way and then kind of branches off. I was hooked. Man, I loved it. I loved the performances. It's a foreign film. I'm never opposed to reading subtitles. The characters, the motivations, it's, it's a different culture. So some of the stuff that seems weird to me, I don't know whether it's white or, or not, right, right. but it, it absolutely worked on every moment. I didn't love that ending, but I accepted it because as I looked back on it, I thought that's kind of the only ending it can have when you realize it's a true story. Right, right. And only recently does the ending of the real story supersede the ending of the movie. I thought about this film a bunch and I couldn't get it out of my head for a while. So... Memories of Murder, which okay. we didn't get a chance to cover yet, but I, I right. love that, man. That was so much fun. All right, so you did four yep. and, and three. three. So you're and three. then I don't even remember if I said, but the assistant is on Hulu. You can watch. Uh, yeah, you can watch that on Hulu. Right. Uh, all right, my number three is Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, yeah. which is on HBO Max. You can. <laughs> so you can. <laughs> you can uh, stream that to your heart's content there. Uh, this is a movie where um, that's another one. This is definitely a movie where at f- when people first started talking about it, I was kind of like going, "What? Yeah, like, really? That's awesome!" Yeah. And, and <laughs> because because what it's about, right? And this is a this is a movie for me, and you know I don't want to try and speak to any for anybody else because this is obviously a movie that a lot of different people are going to take a lot of different ways and do a yeah. lot of different things with it. Right. Because it's about a woman, a young woman trying to get an abortion. Right. right. That's your, that's a, that's your general like plot. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, kind of the struggle to do so the road trip to do so, whatever the like, y- you know, yeah. and, uh, all your struggles. But this is a movie where for me, and like I said, I want to, Right. I don't want to get any Here we go. email yep. or whatever. For me, this is a movie that is uh, just absolutely not about what it's about. Right? Yeah. This is a movie that is not about a woman getting an abortion. Oh, boy. Here right? we go. This is a movie about this woman like in the world, right? Yeah. And her her thing that she's looking at right now about yeah. being in the world is that she wants to get an abortion. But right. it's... But it's you know, that's not what it is. Yeah. It's just about her and her as her, you know, her as actually her and her as actually representing, you know, everyone or yeah. other people, whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it's, um, it's so broad in what we're actually looking about yeah. at with this, uh, with this young woman who has played awesomely. Yeah. Right. Um, and I thought everything that happened in this was uh, just fantastic. And it reminded me, uh, for I'm not even sure why, of Martha, Martha Marcy May, Marlene, that yeah. you know, or yep. other movie. Um, I Mainly because of the way that we had conversations, um, even though the movies are, you know, totally They're, different yeah, and but, stuff. And uh, that's a movie about being in a cult and you right, know, whatever. But still, yeah. Um, but... The, the way that we were, I think, letting women talk about themselves, right? Like yeah. the way that we wrote right. the conversations and all that stuff. Um, but the movie is just, I thought, fantastic. And 
Uh, so, you know, like, like I was saying, when I first heard about it, and I'm sure people will send me some emails about that too, just the fact that I thought that I wasn't going to like it because <laughs> it's about a woman trying to get yeah, an abortion. I hope so. Because I thought what I was going to get, right, was like this great commercial, right. Right? <laughs> you know, right? Right. And it is so not that, yeah. but, uh, you know, I thought it was going to be, aha, here's, you know, this, uh, commercial about the state of trying to make women not be able to get them. And right. I'm like, ah, oh, but come on, that's not what it is. Right. right? And right. I, I don't know. Anyway, that's it was, cool. uh, it was awesome. Plus it was another movie where I'm like, this should be slow. And in a sense, it's kind of slow sometimes. Yeah. But still, I mean, when you're done, you're like, oh, so that, that's, that's done it. now. Right. Like it's over. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's cool. You know, it, it moved along. Uh, all right. So that's my three. So two. And so I'm supposed to do two, right? Yep. My two is First Cow. Yeah. Which uh, you that's can cool. watch on Hulu. Yep. Which is another A24 <laughs> movie, just like Minari, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, as far as I know, anyway, it's uh, available on Hulu. And I think just like, you know, free Hulu, whatever, you right. have a subscription to Hulu. Um, and so since we already did this movie, we don't have to like do it tons. Yeah. Um, but I, so for me, I think like, almost the exact opposite of like what you thought. Yeah. I thought in, I think my view of anything that's kind of, uh, boring to watch people do, Mm -hmm. right. My view and yours on this movie and nomad land are exact opposites, right? Every time she was doing something boring in nomad land, I could not care less and wanted to not watch it. Right. Right. If she was doing stuff in Nomadland and I'm like, okay, I feel like there's a reason we're watching this, right? Then I guess I'll be okay with it, right? Yeah. But there was so much in that movie where I'm like, we're just watching this because you want to just keep saying that she's doing it over and over at me with a little bit of variety to how you're saying it. And I'm like, okay, I get it, right? Right. And in First Cow, all of the stuff that was boring to watch, I was like, but this is actually telling me about their lives. Or like I'm I'm no. watching most of this stuff going, there's a reason I'm watching it, right? Mm-hmm. And not like a lot of the stuff in Nomad Land, I'm like, you know, it's just random that it's Amazon or that we're staring I at know. Amazon right now. Yeah. Or you know, okay, look, wall drug would let us film there or, (laughs) you know, whatever. And in this movie, I'm like, you know, I don't know. And plus it didn't hit me the same, I think at all uh, as it did with you, because it didn't feel to me like I was doing it that long. In Nomad Land, I felt like I was doing it forever. In First Cow, I I didn't feel like I was really doing it all that long. And if we're kind of, you know, I don't even know if we're, if we're sort of looking at, um, what they have to go through in some of the things they're doing, it didn't register the same with me as like, ugh, it's boring. Why do I have to watch this? Yeah. Like it would be, you know, if you took little house on the prairie you could make the entire series like half as long. Yeah. Right. Because you could go, I don't have to watch them do that. Right. right. Like, but but we're watching them do that for a reason, like be- because we're like uh, making this thing. Yeah, that's uh, you know, it just didn't 
it didn't hit me like yeah. it did with you. And I felt like there, even when we were doing boring things like watching them shower and get ready and, yeah. and things like that, I was like, at least there's, for me, there was a lot more of, okay, there's this, and then there's a little bit of that in the middle, and then there's this, right? And, you know, as opposed to Nomadland, where I was like, there's just big there's just chunk this. of this. Just <laughs> this right? I, I don't it's know. funny that that one film is but, definitely polarized. Like for, yeah. that <clears throat> about First Cow is not necessarily like the end all be all of right. everything that happens in the no, movie. The not story long. was awesome. It's great. Right? It's really great. The story is so fun. And I, I thought the acting was it's awesome. unreal. It's great. Right. Yeah. I thought everyone yeah. acting in this movie and yeah. It's not as easy as it looks most of it, right? right? Some That's of, the hardest part. Some of it is... Some of it's okay. Not, Just not super hard, right. right? Hit your mark, do this line. Some of it is kind of hard, though. It's tricky. And, and these people were mm-hmm. so good that I could not believe that there were not nominations yeah. for acting Me too. for this movie, which there were in some things, right? right? Right. But when it came to, like, you know, Golden Globes and Critics' Choice and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah. how? You just didn't see this movie. Right, right. right. <laughs> But um, yeah. but the story is so cool, and as much as this is purposefully kind of a slower, yeah, you know, kind of thing, it's not that it went really fast because it was slow. Yeah. But I was just so okay with it being slow. Yeah. Right. That anyway. So that's my two. Um, I think uh, <clears throat> easily the most underrated movie. I might agree with that. With either, I might of agree us, with right? that because like, it's it's hard just if, not talking about If it's about on both that, of our lists, right? it's hard to shake a stick at. I'd push back on some of this. Like, I there's a purpose to getting dressed. I know what it looks like to shower. The big thing. Look, this is quick. The big thing is if there's dialogue between characters when one is showering, drying off, dressing, and then preparing to walk to cow or somewhere. That's different. You're filling time in, but there was no dialogue. I know what it's like when people shower, bathe, comb their hair, powder right. down, get dressed. It's, it's it's I could fire that scene up and in 15 minutes show that to you and be like, I agree with you on some scenes. This scene is boring. And yeah, because well, I know what happens. Uh, but for, me, you for could, me, there was you more You could have the scenes, same so. argument with Mr. Holmes and say, I know what it's like when an old man sits in a chair. That's I don't true. need to watch it for two and a half minutes. That's but true. You do, but and you it's do. awesome. It, and <laughs> I, was in, I was in the mood there for Mr. Go. Holmes, but not for anyway, First Cow. All right. So that's that's your two. That's good. Uh, two for me is the trial of the Chicago Seven. I'm a big Aaron Sorkin fan. I'm not a big fan of this cast. I I am very slow to like Sasha Baron Cohen, and I'm a bit embarrassed to say, outside of liking Sasha Baron Cohen, I was never really wild about Borat like you. But I'm also never really wild about Ali G. Like the, I think the best thing that I think Sasha Baron Cohen has done as a character was being like Jacques Chirac in the Ricky Bobby movie, Talladega Nights. <laughs> right, yeah, but I love yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen because he's so smart and he's incredibly talented. And I keep waiting for something. It, this is it. I don't like Reddy Redmayne. Oh, I, you know, I don't love him. You and I, either. I think, are both. But in this, in this, I actually like Eddie Redmayne a lot. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Baron Cohen. I, I love everybody that's in this doing the job that they're doing and i'm not terribly surprised because i'm a big aaron sorkin fan but just the brevity the the i know the story too and i just felt like watching the performances that were coming out of the direction which 
maybe gives Aaron Sorkin a bit more credit. Quarterbacks always get the credit. Um, but watching Frank Langella make my skin crawl right, and making right, me right. want to just punch something, like I'm like, that's effective. Right. Like this movie is working on every single cylinder. It's fast, and then when it doesn't have to be fast, it slows down, and then it's just like, okay, catch your breath. We're going fast again. Right. And I loved it. I was blown and, away and by it. And it could have been. I thought it was so great. Especially with all of the bad stuff and like with Frank Langella. Like could've it been could easy. have been. Yeah. Uh, you know, real preachy and yeah. syrupy. And, and real and, heavy handed. And, and, and yeah, like right, it right. didn't have to do any of that because the performances do everything and you feel everything you're supposed to. And when they're all screaming each other and I'm like, God, I love Aaron Sorkin. Right. You know, and this is all Aaron sorkin doing Aaron Sorkin stuff. And I just, I had such a fun time with watching it um all right just so we can get out of here my number one and i don't even think you see this coming but there was no there was no other option for me it's the vast of night i saw i saw the vast of night last year and when i looked back at my list i got a little bit of validation it was the highest rated film that i had given all year it was the one film i thought about almost more than any other that had come close. Some of these that I've seen recently, like Memories of Murder, Ma Rainey, uh, One Night in Miami, The Trial of Chicago 7, Nomadland, all, most of these I have seen very recently in the last two days to two months. But I saw The Vast of Night so long ago and never stopped thinking about it, partially because of how fun it was, how deceiving it was, how if I'm being honest, how jealous I am of it, because I feel like if I was a kid instead of a, a grown up in today's world with iPhones and gimbals, I feel like this is a film my friends and I would have tried to have made and wouldn't have come close. I just had so much fun with the performances, with the story, with how easy it was and how infectious it was. So my best film wow. of the year is The Vast of Night. Okay. So I have to just say... Yeah, you <laughs> right. say that, um, you know, for purposes of whatever I right. have to say things for mm-hmm. this movie actually can't count because it's last year's movie. It was it was uh, nominated in last year's Critics Choice Awards. Yeah. Um, so unless you know, I looked I, it up, it was released in 2019, but it oh, didn't no, run wait, on Amazon wait, until on. 2020. Uh, so I'm going to correct you. It might have been. It oh no! Might have been it was the. Then. It was the Super Awards. It yes. was nominated for. So yeah. it absolutely. Okay. It absolutely counts, and not it in the was, way that uh, if I had never seen like The Godfather, I'd be like, "Well, my favorite film this year is The Godfather" because right. I never saw it. Amazon. Amazon ran it in the spring yeah, of so 2020. It's, it's technically 2019, but I guess it counts yeah. as. 2020 because of whatever it was released but it yeah. was it was this year's like the super awards yeah. for the best well i mean you could fantasy you could technically argue that memories of murder is a film from 2009 <laughs> i suppose yeah and it is it's um, it's that old but the vast of night ran on amazon as a first run in 2020 right yeah that was a really good so, movie too and i know and you weren't uh, expecting that at all but no. i i have thought about that film so much i love 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 it yeah, I feel like I'm. I even like had that on a list. Last you, year it's funny when like. I look through our list of stuff. Um, I know you got to get to your number one. I can't wait to hear it. But when I look through the stuff that we had, I gave the vast of night. I wrote down nine to nine and a half, and you gave it a nine. Right. And when I look through all the other stuff that we rated, and I write down most of what you you say, 
it doesn't mean anything. Again, there's nothing you or I rated higher all year. Yeah. And that does, but again, uh, that doesn't mean anything. But for me, it meant everything. I was looking at it and I'm like, can I do that? Yeah, I don't know. And I I saw the nine and I'm like, you're damn right. I I might have to think about that too because I didn't, like, I completely. You lost it. Had that movie you lost not it out. Yeah. in my mind at I, all. I love and love, uh, love even it. looking through like you know releases of movies. And yeah. I'm like, what what has to count or whatever. And uh, yeah, I did, I missed that movie. Yeah, um, because that what that movie was. It's great. amazing. It's so much uh, fun. It's great, and I I love all the people in it. Yeah, um, I don't love like the last twenty minutes of it. I know, uh, so and I I'm I'm happy with it, but I ugly I remember. That. Yeah, but I do love so much of. Uh, you know, I like a lot of the theory of yeah. what we're doing. Like, you know, when they're walking from the high yeah, school to the to radio forth. thing and they're, and they're just talking to each other and babbling. It's great. And it's like, you know, make this recording, <laughs> do this, <laughs> right. whatever. And he's just kind of bad. Yeah. Anyway, that is a great movie. Um, What's okay. your number one? I'm psyched. My number one is Promising Young Woman. And oh, it's not, it's not even remotely close. Because <laughs> you hadn't mentioned it before, and I thought it's going to be here. Maybe six, seven? It's like, oh, uh, man, i got to see this. Then. It's like uh, that might as well be uh, another list, right? Yeah. Like two through five or That's two cool. through ten or whatever versus Promising Young Woman. It's like, it, it's like the favorite. You know, I mean, it's, it's, that good. Yeah, it, it's okay. not close. Awesome. It, um, I can't wait. It's really awesome. The screenplay is really awesome. Also, that is another movie. That's Focus Features, and I don't think you can get it anywhere. You can only rent it or right. pay the 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, just to for consistency of saying, it's awesome. saying what everything is, yeah. right? Um, Carrie Mulligan is mm. so good in this that what she reminds me of is when she was in an education, Yeah, and she was amazing and like when i watched that movie because that movie is like forever ago yeah when i watched that movie i thought she's gonna be in every third movie that comes out (laughs) for the next 30 years right because she was she was just incredible in that movie right and she is in this again and what she's doing in this movie is hard even though it doesn't seem like it. But yeah. here's the best thing about this movie. Um, it's so fun. It's so well-written. Everyone in it is really good. Um, I think there's just absolutely no question that it's the best movie of the year. But the thing that mm. is really great about it, and lots of people are talking about this, and there's some confusion when people try to talk about things and then not talk about them, <laughs> because... <laughs> You know, there's some confusion about like there's a twist to the movie or whatever. Yeah. And there's not a twist, right? It's not like an M Night movie. It's <laughs> right. It's not like right. It's not like you get to the end and it's like, aha, like yeah. uh, she was never there the right. whole time or whatever, oh, right? God. Like she's a figment of her own imagination, right? It's yeah. not there's not a thing like that. Right. What the kind of quote unquote twist or whatever, it's it it's just there's a change. And what it is is that uh you start watching the movie thinking that you're watching one kind of movie. Right. And then you discover that now you're going to watch a different movie for a little while. Yeah. Right. And then at the end, all of a sudden, not what you think is going to happen is what happens. Cool. Right. Okay. So, but it's not like a twist. No, I know what you mean. And yeah. in a sense, because it doesn't make sense to say any of that. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like that doesn't help you. That no. doesn't tell you anything, right? <laughs> so this is not like real spoilery. 
Uh, and you can get, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything. If you've seen the trailers, you kind of have a general sense of what's going on. So when you start watching the movie, what you think you're watching is like a rape revenge movie, right? Yeah. It's like Jawbreaker or, right. you know, some, hard something candy, like that. something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hard candy, whatever. Yeah. Um, which also great movie, right? Um, but so you, you're watching this movie going along for a while and you think what you're watching is this rape revenge movie. Then all of a sudden, in a in a kind of a weird way, it says no. What it actually is is like this sort of like redemption. She like finds a way to okay. abandon being a rape revenge movie, and now all of a sudden it's about her and uh, you know finally coming to terms with things, and it's going to be about building herself back. Okay. Up, whatever. Yeah. Like it suddenly starts doing that. And then it ends in a way that neither of those movies can possibly end. What are you doing <laughs> in, to me? In the, I got to go see this. In the like Hollywood yeah, blueprint, right. how movies go. I'm psyched. World. Man. Yeah. Right. It ends in a way that neither of those movies end. Like that's not how that this would happen. Right? This sounds really good. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And everybody else in it is yeah. great. It's even, it's got a great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it's got a, like a very cool soundtrack cool. that, uh, you know, really I think helps the movie and oh, is man, not, I'm psyched. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it's cool that it's got like, it's got like these 80s guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, as people that she runs into. Right. And I think it's, you know, it's funny. Uh, it, cool. It's funny that it's them. Cool. You know, it's like uh, McLovin is yeah, one of right. the guys. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> That's is, cool. You know, whatever. Anyway. That's cool. Um, and like that guy, I can I can never remember his name, but he was like in the OC or something. Oh, um, God. You know, anyway. That guy. He He's one of the guys. But yeah, everything about it is great. great. Even the parts, there are some parts in this in this movie where you, you think, going back to like First Cow and stuff, right? There's yeah. stuff in this movie where you go... Do we need to watch that? Like, right. you cut that scene out, and did we really change anything? Right. And you're like, eh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> not often. Did. I mean, yeah. it's not often that you've. I mean, I've seen often a lot of the list makers on your lists in the past, but if there's something that's one or two and I missed it, I usually. I got to go check it out. Right. I'm, I've, you know, I can watch this. Right, right. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. This sounds great. Yeah. This sounds really cool. Okay. Uh, all right, that's our uh, extremely long-winded version of every movie you should go see <laughs> yeah. that uh, had anything. If, if we didn't mention the movie right. in any way, right? whether in any way at yeah. all, if we didn't name the movie, you don't need to Sucks. see it. It's, it sucks. Don't, don't worry yeah, about skip that. Skip it. All right, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week with the worst of the year list. That's going to be and great. probably actually a movie review because worst of the list, yeah, right. we can like, we're, we could we, we could a little yeah, better, right? right? And uh, so we'll probably give you a movie to review, yeah, along with it. Thanks again for yeah. tuning in. We'll see you next All week. Right. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners! On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to AreYouScreening.podbean.com or AreYouScreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.